Hello and welcome to Conscious Conversations with One Breath Institute with your hosts, Lisa McNett and Debbie Sherman. Tune in for mind-blowing conversations on how to be more conscious and present in your life. Topics we cover include healing, spirituality, introspective breathwork, astrology, dreams, alternate states of consciousness, and so much more. Hear from us and our interesting guests. Make sure to follow and subscribe to easily find us and listen again. Okay, so much fun to listen to our intro, our podcast intro. I'm Debbie. With me today is Lisa, and we are going to dive in a little bit about astrology. So I know so many of our listeners have already connected with astrology, maybe your own astrological chart. And today we're going to just dive in a little bit deeper into the basics and how this modality can support you. Lisa, is there anything you would like to say initially before I dive in with some questions? Oh, we have just been talking about astrology for the last 40 minutes. <laughs> we, we showed up to do our podcast about something else and we just got into the subject and it seemed appropriate. So astrology is such a big and vast and um, yeah, such a big, vast subject. Uh, so I'm really excited that we are talking about it because it's very alive today. Oh, alive. I love this word because it is alive. It is alive. It is a living experience. And so what, what is astrology in your experience, Lisa? Astrology is a science. It's a, it's a science and um, I, I would say it's an inner science and an outer science. So we are essentially looking at the cosmology, looking at uh, all of the different planets that we're aware of, even star systems. And, you know, we are where we are located on this planet, maybe Earth, <laughs> where we are located on Earth, we are aware of the sun, right? The sun rises every single morning and it illuminates uh, the world that we're living in. It helps to grow our food. Uh, it helps to grow us. We need the sun. We are aware of the moon and we are also aware of other planets and other again, stars and, 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 and um, things. So we know that we are in relationship with these things. And what astrology does is it gives us a way to look at how we personally, each one of us as an individual, are in relationship to and essentially affected by um, the movements and the shifts of the planets on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And so let's connect it. Let's spend a moment connecting to real life. So there are more birth rates or births happening oftentimes around a full moon or maybe um, 
more, yeah, just experiences and society around a full moon. And there's a different energetic piece around a new moon. So this is something I believe in society that's just kind of been known, right? Like more hospital visits happen at a full moon, maybe more drunken scenarios happen at a full moon, animals act differently, right? So this is something that maybe those who don't really know astrology can just connect in their own day to day life. And you mentioned the sun and you use the word illuminate. And so I don't know if we want to speak on that, but every planet, every star system has an illumination, has a light that, yeah, reflects on us. So just like the sun feels into our body with the illumination, it has an effect. So does the moon, it's light or absence of light also has this effect on us as beings on the earth with this perspective from a grounded place. Yeah, receiving the light and absence of light. But anyways, going a little off topic here. I want to know, Lisa, what do you feel astrology can show us, show anyone? If they're curious to learn about astrology, what can it show them? Well, you gave me so many other things to speak to. <laughs> so, so how am I supposed to jump into that question? Actually, uh, so there's inner planets, there's outer planets, and then again, you know, there's asteroids. There are there are stars, uh, and um, using the word illuminate, the sun and the moon are the two illuminators. So they, that, um, that language is, is a slightly different when we are looking at the other planets. Um, and there feel, it feels like important to speak about the sun and the moon as illuminators because they are illuminating in different, in different ways. And the sun, we are, clear that it's illuminating right because it's it's we can feel it we can see but um i recently heard another astrologer speaking uh about the illumination of the moon and how the moon is really what is shining the most bringing the most light in because that is what is shining through in the dark and so you know just speaking to the sun and the moon and the moon um illuminating right shining through the dark and mentioning those um hospital rates and births and things along those lines happening more on the full moons versus the new moons being more introspective times right the new moons are times when we are more introspective simply because of the fact that it's darker right like it's darker we can't see as much on the outside. So we, we, we look in a little bit more internally. And so, so what can we learn? Well, <laughs> we can, uh, just talking about the basics, our sun sign, our moon sign, our ascendant sign, um, the north node, uh, there's, there's our sun sign. I'm just going to speak to that for a minute. And I think it's something that we had uh, planned on jumping into. So most people are familiar with what your sun sign is, right? Like most people uh, know that like my sun sign is a Gemini. And so 
we have this false belief or false perception that our sun sign is maybe the most important. And and when you read the astrology horoscopes, right? Like you look in the if you if you look at your daily horoscope, those are based on the sun sign. And this is where I think, you know, people who are like astrology is BS uh, because whatever is saying my my horoscope is for the day just really doesn't resonate or as a Gemini like I'm not the same kind of Gemini as my as, as the other Geminis I know right so it, that is such a limited limited view of astrology and what we can learn from astrology that um, that it just is a great disservice to astrology. So our sun sign is one aspect. Our moon sign gives us another aspect. And then our, uh, the ascendant or the rising sign. So the rising sign is, uh, again, looking at the idea and the concept and the fact that astrology is based on the calculation of where planets are in our solar system at the time of our birth the the planet that was on the horizon on the horizon rising the um at the time of your birth that is how people perceive you that is how people see you it, there's more to it than that but when we um yeah just connecting with uh how we perceive and how we view ourselves and how we maybe think that we're seen in the world and how we want to be seen in the world, all of those things can be very different from actually how we are seen in the world. And so knowing that ascendant or rising sign will help you to understand how people can see, how people do see you and um, essentially how to, how, you know, yeah, how to, um, well, it's just good to know. <laughs> so you can see what might be, um, you know, uh, affecting our relationships, right? Absolutely. Well, she's just speaking to me yet again, because I've been dedicating some time getting to know my rising sign, which will remain unknown to the public <laughs> for now. And, um, and so you spoke a little bit about the sun, then we jumped over to the ascendant and I would love to hear your perspectives and experiences of the moon and its influence on our aspects for today, the sun, the moon and the ascendant. But before we dive into that, what are just like, yeah, some, I don't know, overarching roles that our sun sign plays? And then I'm going to ask that for the moon and the ascendant too. So we spoke to the ascendant as like how others perceive us. So what, what's the, what's the sun all about? What's the sun all about? Great question. Okay, your sun represents your core personality, right? Your sense of yourself, maybe how you see yourself, your basic preferences. Um, yeah, yeah, 
that's really that's really essentially it. The sun the sun is representing you you know who you see yourself as, who you perceive yourself to be as, and yeah, the most agreeable maybe. Yeah, most agreeable yeah. relationship is usually the sun. So yeah, yeah you had this uh, little piece where you were like, uh, sometimes when we read you know, our daily chart and we connect with it, it doesn't resonate. And, you know, I perceive that disresonance as maybe because one doesn't want to see themselves fully, right? So there's some pieces in that too. But speaking to the sun, how I've experienced the sun and um, my sign in the sun is, yeah, it's the one I'm most comfortable in. It's the one yeah. that's most agreeable that I'm like, proud and like, yeah, I am totally this sun sign, right? This is all me. <laughs> and, um, and then, and then what's interesting too, is connecting with the moon. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, what's actually fascinating is once upon a time, I had the wrong calculations in my astrology chart and I did not feel connected to my moon, but I was like trying to convince myself that I was right. But then when I had it corrected, I was like, oh, yeah, this is totally me. <laughs> this makes all the sense. And so the sun is that initial relationship, the one that we're most comfortable in, most agreeable or most familiar, maybe. Maybe agreeable isn't the word, but most familiar. And then the moon, what are those, what are those, yeah, overarching concepts of the moon? What does the moon provide us with? in your experiences, Lisa? Yeah, well, uh, just a couple other things, because as you were speaking about um, about your experience with being the most comfortable with, right, I was like, ooh, I always, like, there have been times in my life where I really resonated with that Gemini sun and where I actually really didn't, because Geminis get such a bad rap. <laughs> Geminis get such a bad rap, like, big time. And, um, and if you look at just those basic, what might be in an astrology book about what Gemini means, like, it's very superficial in some ways, and in many ways. And um, so, but Gemini is also about communication. And communication has been something that is highly resonant for me and in my relationship. I also want to mention, because this feels important, that the son is representative also of the father. Um, and other, you know, people might be aware of that as, as well, but the sun is representative of the father. And so where the sun falls in on your chart, um, you know, can shine, illuminate some insight into your relationship with the father and what that may or may not have, um, been like, uh, what that, what that may have been like, but when I say may or may not have, I mean, you know, any challenges that might have been there. And so the moon, the reason I'm saying that is because people are probably or probably have heard that the moon uh, in some ways is is the mother, right? The the sun is father and the moon is associated with the, the mother um, nurturing. Um, yeah, nurturing, nourishing. The moon is associated, the, the sign um, that is most in resonance and at home in the moon is cancer. The sign of cancer and it's a very um it's uh emotion right and that it's it's connected to our emotions and and it's also connected to our hidden aspects right and that's why the moon has to be really bright in order to 
bring some things that are hidden um, in the darkness uh, up for us to uh, have the opportunity to see. What sign is the sun most comfortable or not comfortable? Um, Leo. I, Leo. Leo. Yeah. The sun okay. is at home in Leo. Did Leo. I even ask the question or did it stay in my brain there? Did I ask? Uh, well, you you asked enough. You said enough words that I understood the question. <laughs> okay. Because I, as I was speaking, I drifted from presence and something else came through. So thank you for hitting, catching that wavelength. Okay. So the sun with Leo, the moon with cancer. And as you were saying, yeah, the, 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 this is where shadow comes in, right? This is the connection of the shadow aspects of ourselves in relationship with where the moon is. This is where also um, intentions come in, right? Setting intentions with the moon, um, whether that's releasing, letting go, inviting new, right? There's all these different ways we can work with the moon and there's all these different ways we can work with the sun and our ascending too as well. So really all of the planets, all of them. I mean, really yeah, all, all of the planets. Them. That's that's the best yeah. part. <laughs> Why we're always learning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So before we hopped on to this podcast, Lisa was talking about how we were talking about a bunch of things. I think we connected for almost over an hour before actually jumping into the podcast. And that's the energy of me today is that, wow, there's so much more to learn. How exciting. Like how hopeful how inspiring, how curious, how um, just the possibilities. I mean, really, like the possibilities of introspection and how to use where I am physically on the earth in relationship to, yeah, our solar system, the planets. Hmm. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, so so at the time of your birth and, and really getting a clear picture of, of you, right? It's really you. It's a clear picture of you, of your personality, your gifts, what challenges may present themselves to you while you're on this planet. To really get a clear snapshot of you, you need to know your exact birth time your exact birth time or as close to that as possible, the location of your birth, uh, you know, city, state, country, and um, yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> I just went blank, but those are the most, the two most important parts. <laughs> yeah, your birthday and your birth time, that, those, are, those are necessary. And then once you have that chart, that gives you an outline of you right? This, this is me. And when I say this gives me an outline of me, what this really is um, triggered by is by your, Debbie, what you just said about opportunities, right? Because let's come back to using the idea of, of the matrix, right? The concept of the matrix. A lot of astrologers, there's so many different types of astrology. There's tons and tons of astrologers and interpretations of astrology. And a lot of schools of astrology view things in a, in a way of um, 
this is a challenge you're going to have. Maybe don't go down that road or maybe do something different on that day or, <laughs> you know, just just very like um, it can be you use hopeful. And so I'm going to say hopeless in some ways with certain aspects of our of our placements. And quantum astrology, which is what I resonate the strongest with, um, our teacher Maru, uh, quantum astrology, and um, it's not the only, uh, you know, astrology, but there, it's one of very few ways of looking at astrology, perceives, um, perceives everything on the chart as an opportunity. And let's say the chart, the chart is a very fixed thing, right? It's a very fixed thing, just like this physical body is a very fixed thing. It's a very fixed thing. This is who I am, right? These are the, these, this is, this is what I'm showing up with and what I have to work with. And we get to learn how to transcend that matrix, right? How to expand who we are, to expand and ascend and enlighten and empower and grow out of that matrix by being by by working with right by working with the challenges and the obstacles by knowing by knowing what is happening and so what does that mean by knowing what is happening so we have your basic makeup your basic chart but what's happening every single day? Every single day, everything is moving and shifting, right? Every every day, we we're for, like we said, we're familiar with the fact that the sun goes up and down every single day. It's a twenty four hour rotation. We're familiar that the moon is twenty eight to thirty one days, right? To to go through a cycle, and and every other planet as well has cycles. Some go around every seven years. Some you know, go around, you know, every few days. So we get to look at, uh, and you can move forward, it's mathematical equations, look forward, you know, into the future, or look at this current day and this current timeline and see what is going to be activated for you, activated in either a really positive way that your gifts are being brought to the surface, that things are going to go easier for you based on what's happening for you in your chart, or what challenges you may be met with so that you can um, transcend those challenges, work with those challenges, learn another way to be um, in relationship with those challenges. So I don't know if I answered your question. I don't even remember if there was a, yes, it was a question. And I think you answered all of the things that was interfering with my question because <laughs> I had a moment of disconnect out of presence and yeah, you took it where I was feeling into. And so what, what I hear you really saying and what is just very true in my experience and my relationship with my own chart and getting to know my aspects of myself in this quantum way and using astrology is that just how I experience my sun having its cycle, my moon having its cycle, planet Venus having its cycle, just how I experience them have their cycles. What I experience in myself 
in relationship to their cycle can be, mm, what am I trying to say? Can be a, another way to provide insight to maybe the length of my experience when I'm very much supported to work with a particular experience of mine in relationship with wherever the moon or whichever planet I'm connecting with. So coming to everything has its time and place. Coming to um, learning how, let's just use this, we're just using the sun and the moon and an ascendant today. So how the sun is impacting me in the present moment, right? What's What it's really uh, cleansing or purifying or assisting in growth, right? What it's like, I'm literally imagining, um, I mean, how, how one feels when stepping in the sun, right? Like you feel the light, the warmth, it's just, yeah, it's just encompassing all over. So whatever energy well, and emotion burns you to death. and burns you. Well, I was <laughs> right? saying ashes, but I didn't want to bring ashes in. Um, I didn't want to bring ashes in because, because all about this too is really our belief. If I view my chart or an aspect of myself to be ugh, challenging or, ugh, um, you know, hopeless or something like that, then that's the experience that I'm also going to be experiencing it with, right? So I guess I, I was hesitant to use the word ashes because a lot of the times people view like maybe burning or like um, the removal or ashes to have some negative perspectives or yeah well the the main reason I mentioned that is because you know just that what I that mentioning of like how it feels to step out in the sun and you know this positive and so with that it's like also knowing what days to stay inside because the sun might be too much right and 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 that is that is just the truth so it's that doesn't make it that hopeless or um, a negative. It's just part of, you know, yeah, using a different word from challenges is there's, it's, it's the way that I'll bring in Maru again is um, she talks about an like an obstacle or a challenge is like, let's say you're walking down a path and then you come to a place where a tree, like a big old tree fell on the path. So what do you do? Do you just say, damn it, I'm done, right? (laughs) Do you try to cut the tree down and spend a bunch of time working on that? Or do you choose to find a different way, right? Like a different way that might have less obstacles on it, right? And that's what those, that's what those obstacles or those kind of challenges are there for us is to yeah, it's kind of like if if we're ever in a position where we feel like we're trying to like beat down a door or like we're like keep coming up to the same thing and it's like just not working, it's not getting anywhere for us. That's not the door for us or that's not, not the way or to the get time, through the yeah. door mm-hmm. or the time to get through the door. Exactly. Because yeah. because of where that sun is on your chart. But maybe in next month or in six weeks, that sun's going to be in a different way that like all of a sudden, boom, it just blows the door open for you. And now it's time to go through. And this is also why or a reason supporting reason why people may 
sit in an experience and be like, why is it here again? Why am I thinking of this scenario again? Right? It's because that energy that it was there connecting with, with that planet and where it was in relationship to where you were, right? It's doing its own cycle. It's coming back, saying a hello, how are you? Is there anything more to sit with and experience in this, in our time together? Um, yes, no. What are you feeling in my presence? I'm speaking as if I'm a planet. And, and, and then you get to work with it with that. So that's absolutely yeah. true. And to highlight that piece that you're saying uh, for our listeners would be uh, highlighting a seasonal, mm -hmm. like seasonal um, emotions, right? Seasonal emotions. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. we might experience a bout of, you know, depression or feeling down at, you know, a certain time of the year. And then other times we might feel just more energized, right? Like spring comes around. And if, especially if you've lived in a place that's cold and dark for, you know, for a long period of time, like Chicago, which I was in for four years, um, when that springtime rolls around and that sun is there, it's like, whee! <laughs> and that's just to give everybody just a very physical and relatable, ex you know, explanation of what Debbie, you just said it's happening with all the planets, though, all the cycles. Yeah. <sighs> mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so we're keeping it today for the sun, moon, and ascendant. And there was a piece you mentioned earlier with the north node. We did bring it in a little bit. We were talking a little bit about um, the energetic differences on like a foundation basic level and how to maybe explain that because some people who are familiar with their sun, moon and ascendant, usually the next thing that comes through is that north node and the curiosity of where am I going? What am I here to do? How is it supposed to feel? Uh, how do I know I'm there? Where can I find it? Right. So let's, if you feel available, let's talk a little bit more about, or let's just talk about the North Node. Yeah. So the North Node is essentially like, I mean, you kind of, you basically covered it. It is where you are going. It is your destiny. It is your, I don't want to use the word fate. That sounds fatalistic, but um, your north node is, yeah, like where your, well, I'm just going to say it, like where your, essentially your soul, right? Your soul purpose, your soul mission, right? What you are meant to fulfill in this life, that is your north node. And, and yourself, that is your future, right? Your north node is your future. And so let's, since we're talking about the North Node, Debbie's laughing. I'm distracted. <laughs> the South Node is your past, right? The South Node is what's behind you. The South Node is where, where you're coming from. And so just like the sun might be where you feel most at home, right? The South Node uh, might be where you feel most comfortable and where you feel most at home. And you have like karma to transcend you have work to do in order to evolve right it's not your natural talents your natural gifts the natural 
what feels natural necessarily for you. Although in some ways it does, because it is, you know, it is, it is what your soul is wanting to fulfill, but there are, yeah, there's, there's karma associated in getting there. So I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I want to know about that laughter. It distracted me. (laughs) Oh, well, it's just, it's hitting me very much in my jaw and uh, in my, yeah, my cheeks, a little bit at my third eyes area and my solar plex. And I'm just feel, I'm literally feeling my physical body lifting right now. Um, And I'm just experiencing a lot of energy emotion because all my life, I remember, and I think I've shared with you how I never thought I would end up physically where I am now in relationship to the United States. And actually when I was a kid, for no no reason, really, nothing actually motivated this belief, but I was like, ugh, I'm not gonna go there. I don't wanna go there right now. (laughs) I will never be where I am now in relationship to the United States. Um, And I don't know why I'm not sharing that today. I don't know why I'm being so private today. It's just where I'm at. So I just find it funny speaking to the North Node and just remembering the moment where I just stumbled upon the option to look geographically where those energies and planets are uh, in relationship to the physical uh, Earth. And I am exactly where my North Node is. And I was just sharing with our mind-body integrative specialist, Rachel, yesterday how I am and have been in a unfamiliar place in my life where I don't know what's coming. <laughs> there's there's nothing for my mind to cognitively like grab and reach and say, yes, I'm going towards that. I'm in a place in my life where I see and feel the future very colorful, very energetic, very pulsing. Uh, But again, for the first time, it's not like, okay, by September, I'm going to have this by I'm working towards this, I'm, I have these tangible mental things that are I'm placing in my life in my road to grab and pull with and work with, right? I'm in a space where exactly what you said, it's just like, Uh, doing some resolving any lingering karmic things. I will just say lingering because it does feel like it's lingering and just feeling into what it feels like to be in my North Node and what it feels like is very, uh, oh, just like lifting and going and it's very movement, go energetically and intentionally finding rest and allowing rest is so needed. Whereas, uh, yeah, and then, and then also too, I like love where I am. Like here I am. And I really enjoy the scenery, the life around me, the quietness here. I feel so grounded and connected. And it's almost like I'm just a little rocket ship fueling up 
in this motion. And I just, yeah. So that's my North Node experience. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you mentioned the mind because you said, I never would have thought that I would end up here where I'm physically living in this location now. And I even thought like, ew, no, I would never want to be there. And I'm so glad that you brought up because the mind, the mind is Mercury. The planet Mercury is related to the mind. The planet Mercury is sitting with your sun sign. Mercury and the sun are always together. And so coming back to that sun sign and what we might, we oftentimes most closely identify with our mind, right? Like the thoughts of our mind and what our mind believes and our perception of ourselves and things is going to be more connected to that mercury and that sun sign and we cannot use the mind right the mind is not going to help us get to our soul's purpose get to our life purpose the mind only knows what the mind knows the mind only knows what the mind knows and so you are describing this process of your soul right like your soul mission your soul purpose wants and knows what it needs but your mind cannot perceive it so it's it's this process again we're going to talk about transcending the matrix becoming embodied inhabiting our full self trusting fully ourself right a process of trusting ourself and connecting with our self all aspects of our being so that we can learn to trust and follow and flow in order to transcend fulfill the north node mission purpose what a ride (laughs) what a ride it has been um And so I'll bring it in because we were talking about it. Thank you for that also with just reflecting back in that mental experience. Um, yeah, and with the work that I've been doing and in our in our union, Lisa, and creating the school, there's very little my mind gets to um, grasp for now. And and I used to love that too, right? I used to love making lists. I used to love um, visualizing in my mental mi- mindscape, right? And like visualize, yeah, visualizing in that mental mindscape and uh, calling for my future, right? Um, or like making places and times and at this age, I'll be here. And, you know, just that mental um, mind mapping of the future, which is just can't happen. It just can't happen. Uh, but naturally, right, it, it through just getting to know myself and connecting with my body and using my breath in this introspective way, and just really connecting with my physical body, which is the earth. So like, thinking in this astrological way, we're on planet earth maybe but we're definitely grounded and connected to the earth's energies so what is something that the earth is it's a grounding 
force. It has its own innate intelligence. So does our physical body. And so when prioritizing that connection and really grounding in and getting to know everything else is fluid, naturally is trusting because I'm always supported. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know and why I brought that in. No, because it's, it it's, it's perfect. And it's a great way to come to a close with, with this for today um, in a couple minutes, because it comes back to you don't really have to know anything, right? You don't really need to know your astrological chart. You don't really need to know what's going on in the planets every day. What you ultimately need to do is heal your trauma, come into relationship with yourself and learn to really, really trust yourself, right? And so for me personally, I go back and forth um, between learning astrology, working with astrology and not. But generally speaking, I, I am someone who is in my own experience. And then when something really like when I'm going through a challenge or some major stuff is coming up or like something just really kind of wild and out there is going on. I'm like, what is going on with the astrology right now? And then I go and I look and I'm like, oh yeah, boom, boom. It, it gives that clear, clear, um, clear picture and clear image of why I'm having these experiences. And so, so it can be used both ways, right? It can be used in the sense of like, just checking in periodically, if I want to, and just it gives some, um, some feedback, some reassurance, right? Um, and then also can be used in this way of, um, of looking at times in the life where times in our life where we might want to like, take advantage of certain times or be aware that, okay, maybe this is a time that I want to stay in my house because my son might be a little bit too activated or just, you know, not be seen when I say stay in my house. You know, Leo is about um, being seen, you know, how we're seen, how we're perceived, um, you know, being on stage, being, you know, passionate and alive and out there. And so, so that's, that's connected with that sun. So that's why I say maybe Maybe there's a time when we don't want to be out there. We don't want to be so. So it can be used, but it should never be used as a as a um, definitive tool, right? A definitive tool. I I don't like. Well, there's multiple reasons why I don't like to really like to row anymore. But I've known people who pull cards, and and I actually I had this experience with runes. I'll talk about my own experience with runes. There was this place I was working out for a while, and they had rune rune cards, and um, and rune any kind of card, any kind of thing is there to give you some insight into what's happening in the moment, just like the astrology is there to give us some insight into what's happening in the moment. And there was a time where I would check these rune cards every day. And, and I, <laughs> I remember having like a few days in a row where I wanted to get a different rune card. And I just, <laughs> it was the same one over and over and over and over. And I was like, I don't want that message. Um, but that's just kind of a funny aside. But but people can take cards or can take signs or can take something and be like, change something about their life because of that, right? Like make a big shift or a big change based on 
maybe what's an external resource is telling you, right? Whether it's a card or another person who's giving you a reading, what that external resource is telling you, we're like, okay, well, I better just not do this, right? And just go this completely different direction. And, and so it just comes back to this relationship with the self and that astrology is here to be an introspective tool to help you better understand yourself and better navigate your own personal life based on your own discernment. That was a mouthful. <laughs> I was going to say, let's take a breath. I feel complete for now. It's funny. And just as I, I don't think we, we didn't, I didn't take a breath before uh, entering the podcast. I was wondering why I felt so elevated. I'm like, <laughs> I'm feeling this. Nee. And then as I took a breath, it went, okay, here we are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa, for this so fun talk. I look forward to every talk with you every connection with you, but specifically more astrology um, coming through. I know it's coming. I know it is. And I'm sure our listeners are curious and have questions. So we would love to hear from you and any way you are joining from uh, through comments, or you can even email us if you'd like. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the astrology is coming through. It's something that I've been like, oh, I'm not confident enough. Oh, I'm not confident enough. Oh, I'm not confident enough. But really, it's just a matter of just talking about it. <laughs> and, and one of my strengths is communication. <laughs> Mercury minds. Mercury mind, but I overthink things as well with that communication. But my, my Sagittarius moon, Sagittarius ascendant, Sagittarius north node. It's all about the journey. <laughs> it's all about the journey. I love I'm just how, trusting the path. <laughs> yeah, I love how fluid in your animation you are today. Um, cause I experience you like this and your this is your communication, you know, yes. just throwing out, you know, you're like moving with the, the quantum energy around you as you speak, right? This is how I experience you. And I think this is the first podcast where you're really alive in that, where I'm experiencing you to be very alive in that and sharing it anyways. Is that okay. it for now? That's it for now. <laughs> Okay. Not for now. More to come. <laughs> and uh, as Debbie said, we welcome your questions, comments, reflections, and we'll talk soon. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to this episode all the way to the end. And for that, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to hear from you. Reach out and let us know what you thought of this podcast. And please like, subscribe, and share this episode with your friends.